Please stand clear of the doors. Do you see that girl on monorail? She has like crazy eyes. Yeah, man. She's kind of like blinking her one eye really, really weird. weird. Yeah. I think she's flirting with you. Like the hippopotamus in Small World? What? For real? Welcome to episode 71 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Today we will be giving the His on It's a Small World. So uh, what do you guys think of It's a Small World? Alex? Um, I could I could miss it. You could miss it. And obviously <laughs> uh, it's because you didn't go as a, as a child. No. Right? As a not. small child. Okay, Jen? I think as a child I still wouldn't like that, right? Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay, well... Does, okay, how about this? Does your daughter like it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. But she, you know, most children do like it. Okay, <laughs> Jen. Uh, how about you? What do you think of a small world? Um. Well, we have some really like cool memories of our daughter at the one at Disney World when she was little. So of course it always kind of has like a special place in my heart. It's okay. Um, I like the one at Disneyland a lot better. So that's kind of where the history, you know, when writing the history, I kind of focused on that one mm-hmm. um, just because there is some some differences to it. And that's what my background is tonight. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, the, one, uh, it's the Disneyland Di- one. Exactly. The one in Disneyland, right? Yeah. So, um, but I do, I like it. What about you, Joe? Uh, I have, I very much like Small World. Um, it's a iconic ride. You know, I would. I'm gonna get, and you're gonna find out about my rating system okay. of why. You know, <laughs> I think. Uh, I'm gonna tell you a little bit about my rating system. You're gonna find out a little bit more about me because now I'm not only rating rides on the experience, but I'm also rating it on you know my nostalgic like memories and stuff like that. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so let's go ahead and I I really love Small World. I would say that I almost ride it every time we go to Disney uh, Magic Kingdom. Not only because I do like riding it, it's also my one of my sons is uh, his mm-hmm. favorite rides. Yeah. So, but Alex, you want to go ahead and give it a rating? I would give it a five. A five. Okay. Have, that's not really bad. Five's not bad. Yeah, it's not negative. It's not a negative. Anything, anything We're below negative ratings. Well, anything below five is is a bad rating. Okay. So five yeah. just neutral. I mean, I don't hate it if I had to go on it because I'm willing to sit in a boat and just like relax. Yeah. So it's like not terrible to go on, but I wouldn't want to have to ride it every single time I go to the park. Okay. How about you, Jen? What do you rate it? I give it a solid seven. Seven. Okay. And seven's a pretty good rating too. Why would you say would you give it that high of a rating? Um. Well, it's a nice place to kind of sit and what is it like a 15 minute ride? So. Yeah. You know, it's kind of a nice place to sit and be air conditioned. And like I said, the one at Disneyland is really cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one at Disneyland is really cool. And I'm going to rate it a 10. I'm going to oh give this God. a 10. Really? Yeah, I'm oh going to give it a 10, okay? Because What did he give Space Mountain? Like an 8, I think it was. Who? Me? Well, me? What did I give Space yeah. Mountain? I think I gave it like an 8, Space Mountain. So you gave Space Mountain an 8. Yeah. <laughs> and you give Small World a 10. So I have really good memories of Small World, you okay. know, with my son, with me going as a child. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like that's probably the first ride I remember going on on Magic Kingdom, and that is 
the first ride my son went on at Magic Kingdom. Okay. So that to me is priceless right there. Yeah, twinsies, yeah. (laughs) That right there is priceless to me, and that's the reason why I gave it a 10. Plus, it's a ride about like bringing people together, you know? Uh, When you think of Small World, I mean, that is one of the first rides that uh, uh, Walt, you know, created. Mm -hmm. You know, it was at the World's Fair. Uh, So we're going to be talking more about that here in a little bit. So a lot more goes into my rating than just the ride experience. Oh, yeah. I'm just the ride experience. Yeah, I know. I mean, I would think if you give anything under five, it'd be because you hate the song, which I don't hate the song. There's yeah. people who hate the song. I know. So that's when you'd give it like lower than a five, I think. Let's get to the his on It's a Small World. It's a Small World is a water-based boat ride located in multiple Disney parks, including Disneyland Park in California, the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World Resort in Florida, Tokyo Disneyland in Japan, Disneyland Paris in France, and Hong Kong Disneyland in China. The first It's a Small World to open was at California in 1966, followed by Magic Kingdom in 1971. The first international It's a Small World opened in 1983 at Tokyo Disneyland. This was followed by Disneyland Park Paris in 1992, and the latest to open was at Hong Kong in 2008. So, you know, once again, this is one of those rides that are multiple parks, mm-hmm. but they all have their unique touches to them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, they're all, uh, you know, a little different in, in different ways. Uh, out, of, out of all of them, my favorite I haven't been there, but I saw it, I've seen it like on YouTube, is the small world in California. Yeah. I I can't believe uh, as latest as 2008, they're opening it's a small world. Well, because it's like an icon, it's like an iconic ride. Yeah. You know, it's one of those rides when you think of Disney, you think of small world, I would say. A yeah, lot of people would I'd think of so. small world, right? I mean, when yeah, you. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And when you like, uh, you know, we're going to talk a little bit more about this, but when we go, when you go into, into Magic Kingdom, you go to Disney World and you're on the monorail and you go into the Contemporary Resort, there's like the huge small world mural. Am I correct? Well, I mean, it's, a, it, I don't know if it's necessarily, it's not a small world mural. It's by the same person, Mary Blair. Yeah. But I don't, it's not, it's not small world. It's just very similar. Yeah, it's type, the design. Yeah, yeah, like the design, whatever, right? So you know, it's just small world's important. Over also at the Contemporary Resort, and I'm not sure if it's in the history or not. They have the small world gingerbread house for Christmas. I don't think we talked about in, that in, it's his, not in no, the history now. Which is uh really cute. I mean, that's one of the things that we had to do mm-hmm. this past uh, holiday Christmas time. We went to the Contemporary, and there's like a huge like gingerbread house with yeah. small world. It was really nice. The original concept was created at the Walt Disney Studios by WED Enterprises as Children of the World for the 1964 New York World's Fair. The pavilion was eventually sponsored by Pepsi. However, their board of directors took so long to agree on what type of attraction to sponsor that board member Joan Crawford called upon her longtime Hollywood friend Walt Disney to design an attraction as would be suitable for Pepsi. Because of the short lead time to design, create, and construct such an attraction, she insisted that the board of directors accept his proposal, seeing as she knew Walt was the only one who could accomplish such a feat in the short time left until the fair was scheduled to open. 
the WED Enterprises Company, was given only 11 months to create and build the pavilion. Upon creation, it was then shipped to the fair's UNICEF Pavilion, which was sponsored by Pepsi. The WED attractions at the fair were used by Disney to sponsor, fund, and test concepts, as well as develop ride systems and entertainment intended to be moved to Disneyland after the World's Fair closed in 1966. So I had no idea that Disney was kind of like a pe- had Pepsi behind them. Yeah, I didn't know that either. And 11 months is such a short time to come up with this concept. I know, right? It's interesting that it's, you know who Joan Crawford is, right? Mm-hmm. Is that the comedian? No. I'm not sure. Okay. The name sounds familiar. Mommy Dearest. Oh, Mommy Dearest. Isn't that an Alfred, Hitch- Alfred Hitchcock movie? No, no wire hangers. It's like a classic movie, Mommy Dearest. So anyway, so she's, um, so she was a very well-known actress Mm -hmm. at the time. And so she's on the Pepsi board of directors. One of the things I found out was um, because of her, I guess, because of her Mm ex-husband. So, you know, she, so it's kind of interesting, you know, that it's kind of like, you know, a guy, you know, a guy kind of thing that she was like nope Walt Disney can do this I know he can do it and basically you know strong arm them into saying whatever whatever he plans goes Mm -hmm. and it worked fabulously obviously oh yeah yeah and this was kind of like uh uh you know a trail break trail blazer for other boat attractions too which we'll talk more about later yeah 11 months to come up with something so unique of an idea is uh mind-boggling yep Disney had the whole idea of you know, making a ride that you kind of sit down, you go through, and you have some type of experience, and it tells a story, right? Because well, Walt well, Disney was a, t- a storyteller. They're all about walkthroughs before this uh, boat contraction came through. Yep, yeah, which is, we kind of talked about before, it would be just a mess, because mm-hmm. people, I mean, people will be held up and kind of just, like, standing around. Uh, real quick, before we move on to the next part of history, Coke or Pepsi, Alex? Coke hands down, Pepsi's garbage. Okay, what do you think, Jen? Coke or Pepsi? I agree 100% Pepsi's garbage. Okay. I don't know about Pepsi's garbage. I mean, but, oh, it's uh, garbage. the most common phrase oh, in a restaurant is, I'm sorry, is Pepsi okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, I definitely do enjoy Coke better than Pepsi. When they say that, you go, no, I'll take no. water. Yeah. No, give me Dr. Pepper. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll drink Dr. Pepper or Pepsi. I'll drink Pepsi. I know Dr. Pepper's not really Pepsi, but usually when there's a place that yeah. sells Pepsi, they sell Dr. Pepper too. Mm-hmm. The attraction was incredibly successful at the World's Fair. While other attractions had lines out the doors, theirs seemed to always have a seat available aboard It's a Small World. Aero development was deeply involved in the design of the passenger-carrying boats and propulsion system of the attraction. Two patents that were filed by Aero development staff and assigned to the Walt Disney Company illustrated passenger boats and vehicle guidance systems with features very similar to those later utilized on the Disneyland installation of the attraction. Its high rider per hour capacity was recognized as a valuable innovation and was incorporated indirectly and directly into future attractions. Pirates of the Caribbean had been under construction at Disneyland as a subterranean walkthrough. That design was scrapped so similar boats could sail past scenes, which, because the original walkthrough scene length was not shortened, were now different each voyage, another concept which forever influenced attraction design and popularity. So, right, Trailblazer, that's like the first of its kind, am I correct? What, yeah. Isn't that the saying? Blazing a yes. trail. Yeah, well, this was definitely like, you know, a trailblazer of uh, attraction for 
so many other attractions. You know, Pirates of the Caribbean, another iconic ride. Um, and, you know, I, I'm just not a big fan. Like, the walkthroughs, can you imagine, like, these attra- attractions as walkthroughs, how much of a mess it would be? No, yeah. It would <laughs> That's stink. exactly what I was thinking. Right? People will be, like, stopped for forever taking pictures. And, like, you know, you, you can't think about it this way. When you're going into Magic Kingdom and you see the Walt Disney World sign and it says no parking, no parking, just take pictures, you know, like no stopping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, I always see people stopping to take pictures there. Yeah. So can you imagine if they're like, okay, we're going to do a walkthrough, don't stop. People are going to be stopping like every five minutes, you know, taking pictures. Yeah. And and if you're new to Dizhiz and you don't know about the, the uh, Pirates Caribbean information, we did do an episode on it, episode 24. Episode 24? Mm-hmm. Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah. So go ahead and go and check that out. Uh, and it's one of the cool things about this show is that you can go back and re-listen to episodes and you'll catch something new the second time you listen to it, the third time you listen to it, you know. Um, so it's something I definitely recommend you going back. If you're going to Disney World, you're going to Disneyland, you're going somewhere, you know, Shanghai Disney, Disneyland Paris. Uh, we we have some, we do other shows, uh, attractions around the world too, not just our home resort, our home uh, park. Which is Disney World, yeah. We try to reach out so we can reach other places. Yeah, so if you're going to a park, go ahead and check out, you know, uh, a couple of the rides from that park, and you can hear the hidden Mickeys and stuff like that, so it's pretty cool. The ride features over 300 audio-animatronic dolls and traditional costumes from cultures around the world, conveying a spirit of international unity and singing the attraction's title song, which has a theme of global peace. According to Time.com, the Sherman Brothers' song, It's a Small World, is the most publicly performed song of all time. The boats enter the show building through a tunnel under the small world clock and emerge from the attraction 15 minutes later. The show building interior is larger than the facade. Voyagers see animatronic dolls in traditional local costumes singing It's a Small World After All together, each in their native language. Boats carry voyagers as they visit the regions of the world. Imagineer Mary Blair was behind the attraction's unique design and color styling. Blair had been an art director on several Disney animated features, including Cinderella, Alice in Wonderland, and Peter Pan. Ride scenes and characters were designed by Imagineer Mark Davis, while his wife, Alice Davis, designed the costumes for the dolls. Raleigh Crump designed the toys and other supplemental figures on the display. The animated dolls were designed and sculpted by Blaine Gibson. Walt was personally involved with the development of the doll's facial design, Each animated doll face is completely identical in shape. In recent years, the small world attractions at the various Disney parks have been updated to include depictions of Disney characters and a design compatible with the original 1960s design to fit alongside the original characters. So Mary Blair, she is a Disney legend. Yeah. And you know, um, this is like 64, right? It's, it's, Kind of crazy how many female people are part of the Imagineer program back in the early 60s. Mm-hmm. Like women weren't in the working field that much in the no. early 60s. And they have a lot they do, of yeah. female Imagineers that did all these creative things during the mid and late 60s. It's yep. pretty interesting. And, and not even, it's not even that they were part of the workforce because, you know, that was something that was definitely more commonplace. It, we're talking like creative roles, yeah. leadership roles, you yeah. know, that in itself is just so um, advanced for the time that it's, it's kind of refreshing to know that this is, you know, that 
a woman's viewpoint was being valued and appreciated, Mm -hmm. um, you know, especially on such a scale. So that is kind of a a neat fact when you think about it. Yeah. And you think about this for a second. How long ago was this? This is like, what, uh, 40, 20, 60 years ago, right? 60 years ago. Mm -hmm. And if you go to like, you know, a small world now, you can, sometimes it can uh, reach weights of an hour still, right? Can you, uh, that's pretty amazing to have 60 year old ride and it's still getting long waits. I would say it's still a pretty popular ride, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean, same thing. I mean, Pirates of the Caribbean, sometimes it's a super long wait. Yeah. Just as uh, old almost. Yeah. It's, it's, re- it's pretty amazing. Now, and when they do the, um, when they do the um, holiday overlay that yep. at um, the Disneyland one, those wait times get even longer because yeah. it's just I something imagine. that's unique. Yeah, I know. I think we might have mentioned this a couple of episodes ago. Like if if there's a ride that's not doing well, just throw an overlay on it, and instantly it's going to go ahead and start going back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Significant changes were made to the exterior of the ride upon its relocation to Disneyland. An outdoor oval flume was created for boarding with multiple toperies backed by a large flat facade with stylized cutout turrets, towers, and minarets, which are vaguely reminiscent of the world landmarks, such as the Eiffel Tower and the Leaning Tower of Pisa. This iconic exterior was designed by Disney Imagineer Rolly Crump, who was inspired by Mary Blair's styling. Walt Disney asked Rolly to design a large 30-foot clock, a central feature of the exterior facade with a smiling face that rocks back and forth to a ticking sound. A parade of wooden dolls and native culture costumes dance out from the doors at the base of the Small World clock to an instrumental toy soldier version of It's a Small World After All, in preparation for each quarter hour, reminiscent of a European automation clock. As the last doll returns into the clock, the parade doors close and the large central pair of doors open to reveal two giant toy blocks. The large block displays stylized numerals of the hour, the small one displays the minutes, while large and small bells toll to count the hours and quarters. I don't know if it was Rolly or Raleigh. Now I'm looking back at it. R-O-L-L-Y. I, had, I wasn't sure. I decided not to look it up and I just went with Rolly. But it could be so Raleigh. I have a I have a funny story about the clock. Okay, what's that? Uh, so you I anybody who has been on this ride, you know, with any frequency i'm sure has been in line when the clock opens right you guys have yeah yeah i think so okay it opens like every so, like 15 minutes i think right right oh, so this this one random day we're there and the clock um you know does its whole little you know dance or song and the, the characters do and everything like that and you know then the the number starts to pop out and a cast member who was probably bored out of his mind he was way too excited and so he starts screaming and yelling and carrying on woohoo it's 6 15 yeah and like just way too into it and nobody's really everyone's just kind of looking at each other like okay so it's really kind of funny and it was definitely a lot funnier when they uh when it happened but it's still to this day is like one of those things that i think about when i go in there that's pretty awesome but, you know, guess what? Maybe it was silly and you thought it was kind of weird, but you still remember that. And you said you think about it every single time you go in there, right? Every time. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we're talking about, like, you know, kind of how small world is in this little piece of history. And we're talking about the clock. And at Magic Kingdom here, you know, you see the clock, you get down into the boat, whatever, right? 
one of my favorite things to do is to wave to people that are eating at the restaurant, the Pinocchio Village House, and you wave to them. Mm-hmm. And they're yeah. always waving. The people are eating right there and they're waving. And yeah. You're waving at them, you know. And this recently, like in the last couple of years, yeah. they started giving them signs, mm-hmm. you know, like wave or they just silly stuff like put your hands on your head or, you know, uh, do silly stuff like give a thumbs up. I don't know. But they put all these signs so that people hold the signs and you, then you do what, what's on the signs. And uh, I love I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, what do you think, Jen? Don't you love that too or no? Have you ever been on the other side of that? And have you ever sat at no, one of the table? No, I, I, I so want to. You it's, did? It's in my memory. Oh, so cool. <laughs> yeah, did we, give... did, we did once. Oh, yeah? Did they give you the signs? No, it was a long time ago. Oh, did they you get... did, I don't think they had signs yet. Did you get the signs? I think the signs were there just to grab. Yeah, okay. That's pretty awesome. The exterior of the Disneyland ride has been subtly repainted over the years. First is all white with gold silver trim, then in various shades of blue, then in pink and white with pastel accents. Portions of the left side of the original facade were removed in 1993 to make room for the entrance to Mickey's Toontown. As of 2015, the facade is white with a gold trim as it was in 1966, except the original gold and silver paint of the clock, the smiling face, is now entirely gold leaf. Disneyland's It's a Small World was closed from January to November 2008 to receive a major refurbishment. The building structure was improved, permanent attachments created for It's a Small World holiday overlay, the water flume replaced, and its propulsion upgraded to electric water jet turbines, and the attraction's aging fiberglass boats redesigned in durable plastic. The refurbishment added 29 new Disney characters, each in their native land, in a similar manner to the Hong Kong Disneyland version. Sylvania had previously agreed to a 12-year sponsorship of the ride. In 2014, the sponsor logo at the attraction's entrance changed to that of Siemens, the parent company of Sylvania. The sponsorship ended its run after the 2017 Christmas season. As part of Disney's Let the Memories Begin campaign for 2011, a nighttime projection show premiered at Disneyland's It's a Small World in Anaheim on January 27, 2011. The Magic, the Memories, and You show projected sequences of Disney attractions and characters set to Disney music onto the exterior facade of It's a Small World to fill its architecture features, personalized with exclusive photographs and videos of park guests taken that day by Disney's PhotoPass cast members. The show ended its run on Labor Day, September 3rd, 2012. So how awesome is that, that... They were using photos you that the um photo ta- the photo cast the photo pass cast members took that day. That's I mean, crazy. I want to see more of that. I want to see my you know photo on some type of show, right? Of me and my family, like, even on a castle or something. I think they might have done that somewhere else too. Go ahead, Jen. I'm pretty sure they did that on a castle at some point. Yeah, I think so too. I remember like I remember loving it also, but I didn't. I totally forgot about it until. You know, we uh, just kind of went over this history right here. I mean, this is like a great, this is something that's great. And that's going to keep, I I don't know about you, but I think I would stay more often later just to see if my picture will be somewhere. Right. Since 1997, Disneyland has featured It's a Small World Holiday during the end of the year Christmas and holiday season. The attraction is closed in late October to receive temporary holiday decorations inside and outside and reopens in early November before the start of the busy holiday tourist season. After the holiday season, It's a Small World holiday stays open until late January. Almost one million lights are included during the holidays, 
the overlay has proved very popular and has led to installations of FastPass machines. The attraction is the same boat voyage through many regions of the world, though the main theme song is not played in full. Instead, the children sing Jingle Bells and a bridge of Deck the Halls, in addition to the main theme. Other versions of this overlay have been implemented at different international versions of the ride since. During the 2019 holiday season, Disney Imagineering added three new scent smells on It's a Small World holiday. Since 1997, the European room has had a peppermint gingerbread scent, but now can be accompanied by three new scents, such as cherry blossom in Asia, cinnamon in South America, and coconut in South Seas. We need to talk to the people over at Three Chicky Chicks to see if they can get some of these uh, yeah. uh, smells in their line. They probably do around Christmas time, during the holiday time. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they have like holiday scents, you know? Right. Uh, and this month, we're going to be giving away a Three Chicky Chicks wax melt to oh, one of our patrons. Yep. Nice. We're gonna, at the end of the month, we're going to give away. Uh, hopefully, I mean, I know they have a whole bunch of cool like Halloween smells, um, but, you know, I'm sure they have kind of Christmas smells during Christmas time. So I'm kind of looking forward to, you know, getting into that line. Yeah, I'm looking forward to smelling it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm so excited about that. <laughs> the, so uh, if you can imagine, you know, the facade of the small world at Disneyland is already big and imposing in itself. But now uh, just imagine it completely and totally covered with just beautiful white lights, um, just very festive looking. And then you get on this ride and it just really puts you in the spirit. Yeah. Hey, uh, the lights, are they blinking or just like this, this lit up? I feel like they're just solid, but don't quote me on that. Okay. It, that was a long time ago. Yeah, the this this small world over at Disneyland is definitely uh it's, it's better than ours over here. I I think in my opinion. Quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. The boat can carry 16 guests at a time. When the ride first opened at Disneyland, Walt invited kids from around the world to pour water from their native land into the flume of the ride. The attraction is 15 minutes long. At the end of the attraction, where there are goodbyes, your Magic Band's RFID technology allows the board to display the names of the riders as they pass. Every room has a moon and a sun somewhere within. Paying tribute to the lyrics, there is just one moon and one golden sun. The same song is played over and over again, but in five different languages. The languages are English, Japanese, Swedish, Italian, and Spanish. So real quick about the quick fire quick quick facts. Uh That's pretty cool about the kids pouring water into the flume, right? It is pretty cool. Yep, and that thing at the end where that kind of links up to your magic band, mm-hmm. I think I've seen work maybe like tw- twice ever. Yeah? Yeah, really? that never works, <laughs> right? Am I the only one? I don't, I think, no, I mean, well, it seems like it's always working. It, it, it never works for us. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of frustrating. I think it's worked like once ever with our names on it. Oh, you know? like you see your names? Yeah, then ha- oh. all the other times it's just, just, you know, goodbye in other languages up on the screens, or sometimes oh. the screens don't even work, yeah. No, I was going to say earlier, um... In the history, I don't know why I didn't say anything, but it has 300 animatronics. I do not feel like it has that many animatronics. But why, man? Some I, don't know. I mean, I feel I guess like they are pretty busy rooms. They are. Big 300 time. is a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. Do you remember how many are on Little Mermaid? I don't think it was 300. No, like I want to see like 185. Yeah, 300 is a lot of animatronics for sure. But I mean, there's tiny. They're tiny little animatronics, right? Yeah. It's a Small World is a classic Disney ride everyone should enjoy at least once in their lifetime. It was a groundbreaking ride and will always have a spot in the parks in the future. 
You know, there's nothing better than smelling that Disney smell. If it's walking into your favorite Disney resort or entering your favorite Disney attraction. Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company offers an array of Disney-inspired scents in their home fragrance line. Wax melts, scented candles, and room sprays. To bring your favorite Disney scents to your home, check them out at magicallyscented.com. Has life got you down? Tired of working 40 plus hours a week? Ready for a storybook dream vacation? Check out storybookdestinations.com to book your vacation and get special trip reports and insider information. Don't let planning overwhelm you. Let the team at Storybook Destinations make your plans for your next Disney vacation. Check out storybookdestinations.com to plan your next storybook dream vacation now. Memories, memories, memories. Memories, memories, memories. Memories, 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 memories. Memories, everybody. Listen to my memories. Alex, do you want to go ahead and share your memory? Yeah, so my memory is uh, not of going on the ride because I just don't have a memory for that one, but eating at the restaurant above mm-hmm. the ride. So uh, we went there when my daughter was probably like a year and a half, and my wife uh, and my wife and I went there with her, and she went to go get the food, and. I was tending to my daughter and we were kind of like, I was like waiting out trying to get a table because we want to get a table with the glass because she was like a year and a half too. We're like, oh, she'll love looking at people as they walk, they go into the ride. Yeah. So like if you go over to a restaurant, you can go in that little area where you can sit by the windows. But of course it was filled. So I found a table that was near it. And then I kind of just like hung out there hoping people will leave. And you got people like on their phone, like looking at stuff. They're done eating. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like leave the restaurant. You're on your, like they're on the phone for like 15 minutes. Uh-huh. They were done eating for 15 minutes, maybe a little more. I don't know. And eventually, someone left, and I was able to get a, a table there. And we watched with people go on the ride, which was pretty fun. You um, did you get tired of waving? Because that was something that you know you're sitting there, and eventually you're trying to eat your dinner, mm-hmm. but and they're all expecting these people that are sitting there eating to wave, yeah. and so you're like finally. Huh? Yeah. Hi, real quick. Hi. Hey, hey, hey. You know, try probably, to shove a piece of food in your mouth. I probably did not wave nearly as much as people wanted me to. <laughs> I probably like waved like the first <laughs> few feel, minutes and you're just like, I'm just getting my food. Did you feel guilty? Like, no, oh, man, no. I didn't give it a second thought. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's other people that are wanting the spot in the window. It's for my daughter to do so it. Bad. It wasn't for me. Yeah. <laughs> She's probably like the whole time, but she was like one and a half. So I'm sure she was waving now. Yeah. Okay, Jen, do you have any memories? So my daughter, who is 17, this was this was her first ride that she really um, kind of was interactive with. She was probably around two, maybe a year and a half. Yeah. And she absolutely loved the South Pacific room because there are the um, like the Polynesian dancer guys yeah. that they're holding their like tiki masks uh-huh. together. And so one of the times that we were on the ride, she she pops up and she's calling them the monsters. And she's, you know, they're the monsters, the monsters are here. Hi, monsters. And she's waving and <sighs> and she was like really into it so much so that we ended up taking pictures of those characters and of, of a bunch of the different dolls on, on the ride and making like a little flip photo book for her so that she could have it. And uh-huh. uh, I don't, I don't think she remembers that, but that you still was have like it? this. 
this oh we have the photo album but oh. i don't know if she remembers her i mean she popped up out of her seat and just kind of lost her mind uh-huh. so that's like probably <laughs> one of my top three favorite memories from disney that's pretty cool because she's usually not one to get excited either no totally <laughs> right <laughs> so that's pretty awesome uh, my memory, you know, is going with my grandfather when I was growing up and, you know, going to, can you ma- just imagine going to Magic Kingdom as a child, how magical it is. And it really was magical for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got to go with my grandfather, got to go with my grandmother. My grandfather really liked that ride. Uh, my grandmother's favorite ride was Dumbo, but well, I'll, we'll get to an episode on that later on. Um, and then I got to take my my son for the first time. So not only did I get to ride it, that was like my first ride growing up at Magic Kingdom. It was also my son's first ride. And to experience that with him, you know, was definitely uh, probably, it's going to be a memory that's going to last forever. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be special to me. And I was just wish my grandfather would have been there with me to also take my grandson, uh, well, his grandson, my son, I think that would have been really special. That's my, so right. the whole time I was just thinking, man, I wish my grandfather was here to go ahead and mm-hmm. kind of, you know, have this, uh, uh, share this experience with me also. So it was cool, but he was there, you know, I guess in spirit. Um, so yeah, and that's, uh, that's my memory. If you're listening to this podcast, then you must be a big Disney fan. Have you ever thought, boy, it must be nice living close to the parks to be able to drop in whenever you want? If you are seriously thinking about making this dream a reality, consider using Streamline Mortgage Solution. They have been helping customers with mortgages and refinancing all over Florida for 15 years. Michael and Patty from Windermere, Florida use Streamline Mortgage Solution, and here's what they had to say about the experience. My wife and I couldn't be happier with the service and support we received from Brian and Leanna at Streamline for our recent home purchase. They provided excellent communication throughout their application and approval process of our mortgage, and we would certainly work with them again in the future for our next purchase. Visit StreamlineFlorida.com to get in touch with an experienced Streamline team member who will assist you every step of the way, supplying you with services other companies can't. Contactless services are also available upon request. That's StreamlineFlorida.com, S-T-R-E-A-M, LineFlorida.com. And make sure to let them know Diz has sent you. Hidden Mickey's. In the Africa room, look up at the vine with the purple leaves. In the South Pacific room, search for an animal, classic Mickey. So uh, these, I found both of these, and they are, one of them is kind of like in the vines, like there's these leaves, Mm -hmm. right? And the leaves kind of form a hidden Mickey. It's kind of cool looking. It's on the left-hand side, right before you get into the South Pacific room, I think. It's like in the jungle room, you know? And the other one, uh, for an animal classic Mickey, I believe it is, uh, well, it was, because it's saying it's removed. Oh, no, 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 it doesn't. There are some koala bears that hang on a tree. As you approach the bears on your left, the back of the blue bear's head forms a classic Mickey. Hmm. So it's actually like behind one of the the koala bears. It's kind of cool. I found both of them. Yeah, so I have these marked and I found them. And they're kind of they're kind of they're hard to see. Like you wouldn't they are they're kind of uh, unusual, I guess you can say. You know what we should talk about is that hippo. What about the hippo? Has a crazy <laughs> eye? <laughs> crazy eyes hippo. <laughs> it does. It does have a crazy eye. It's flirting. <laughs> okay. It's flirting? 
With the big long eyelashes. It's creepy. That's what it is. Like a zombie hippo. Niels wants to know. Yes, it's time for a new Niels wants to know. So here's the question. Let's say Walt Disney World is planning a new ride for Magic Kingdom. Which Disney film, animated or live action, that is not yet present in an attraction in the kingdom should get a ride? Go ahead, guys. Oh, hands down, Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. I know they have it kind they had something kind of planned and they didn't say anything much about it, but mm-hmm. Mary Poppins. Interesting. Okay. How about you, Alex? Um I'm ready to go. Okay, go ahead. Go okay. Ahead. Moana, man. Yeah, yeah. I knew you were gonna say that one. You're gonna say zombies. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh Moana, by hands down Moana. Mm-hmm. I love Moana, great movie. You know, give me a Moana movie. I would love it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a good one. That's a good one. Um you know, I don't. God, I don't know. It's so hard to think. I have, it can be like, live action. I know it can be live action. I'm trying to think of movies that recently came out that are really good. For some reason, I keep thinking. I don't know why this is popping my head, but I can't think of Wally. Which is Wally? like, what Wally? kind of ride would that be? Good. That'd be that, good. Yeah. That'd be you, know good. What, you know what it is? It's like a people mover, but instead Ooh. you have your own chair. Yeah, everyone has their own like little thing. Right? So it's like you're in the. It's like you're in the spaceship. Okay. In the future. Yeah, and Moana could be. I, I want to go to. Uh, and if you're skinny, you get a fat suit. Oh yeah, yeah that's a pretty good idea. <laughs> so it's like a workout, also. And Moana, Why you're in a chair? Why is it a workout? Yeah. And and Moana could yes. be like Soren or uh, Flight of Passage, and you're Ma- Maui, and you're kind of transforming into like a hawk or whatever, you know, oh, right? Really? And then you're fighting the the fire monster. What's it the fire? Be a roller coaster. Um. It can be a roller coaster. And we actually have Taka, and you'll be fighting Taka. That's how you're yeah. fighting. But it'll be a lot, I mean, it can be a roller coaster, but wouldn't it be a lot cooler to actually see like Taka like on the screen? You know, like, I mean, because like Flight of Passage. That would be cool. Yeah, like Flight of Passage, you're like, you feel like you're flying around Pandora, so. right? Yeah, yeah. So it'd be awesome you flying around and, you know, kind of fighting Taka. I think mm-hmm. that'd be really cool. Okay, I would like to see Frozen 2 coming to the park. I know that Epcot has a ride based on the original Frozen, but I love Frozen 2 so much, and especially the songs, that I would love to see it back in the parks. Why not a ride in a knock mobile through the different locations from the film, with the music, some cool audio animatronics, and maybe scents? So, thanks for listening, Disney, and making our wishes come true. Please? Oh, and if you need a sponsor because your accounts are frozen, maybe check with Lego. I guess Elsa can sing Lego, Lego. Till next time. Adding, I think they should add some Frozen 2 stuff from the Frozen ride at Epcot. Why, they don't, don't, I mean, they don't mean, I mean, need to make a yeah. whole new ride, even though they can make a whole new ride because it's a whole different storyline pretty much. Yeah, I mean, it's not that long of a ride, but they could add some Frozen 2 aspects to it, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think they should. I think that they could. Uh, but I think that's a great idea by Niels. I don't think they'd ever do a Frozen 2 ride. Uh, I don't think so either. Maybe like... I think they're adding a frozen area uh-huh. to one of the other parks. Right. Instead of, you know, kind of adding this frozen ride, they can just make a new frozen ride. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Type of thing. Hey, Jen, what'd you do in the world of Disney slash news this week? Uh, so the only thing they did was, and I'm kind of excited about it, is we um, were able to snag a room at the Grand Floridian in a oh, couple cool. of weeks. Oh, cool. That's super so, awesome. Yeah, we've never stayed there, so we're really excited about oh, it. Really? We're going to take my mom, oh, and yeah. um, we're going to take her over to Magic Kingdom for the day. She hasn't been. We couldn't think of the last time that she's been with the kids, so she's overdue. 
And I think that was pretty much it as far as in the world of Disney. I saw a, I saw a video of the Magic Kingdom and it's really busy. Yeah, all the parks are super busy. Well, we're uh, going on a Monday, so hopefully it won't be as bad. Yeah. So, Alex, how about you? What did you do in the world? Because I know you did a whole bunch of things. Yeah, actually, I actually did some Disney stuff this week. Um, so we watched uh, Hocus Pocus with my daughter. Oh, cool. She's a big <gasps> Halloween fan. <gasps> And she's about three and a half almost. And uh, we watched Hocus Pocus. Some people may think, you know, three and a half might be too young for Hocus Pocus because it's creepy. But mm-hmm. we've watched other things with her that we thought she might be too young for or might get scared of. And she doesn't, it doesn't affect her because she loves Halloween. Mm-hmm. So she loves Hocus Pocus. Her favorite scene is when they get burnt up in the oven. Oh, really? <laughs> she thinks that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm a little scared. <laughs> And so we watched that, and then um, we also watched Bambi the other night. Uh, I've been trying to watch Bambi for like a month, and Christina keeps going like, no, don't do it. It's so sad. It's so sad. And I don't remember ever watching it. Mm-hmm. I imagine I did as a kid, but I don't remember ever watching it. So I watched that, and man, Bambi's mom is in the movie a lot. Like she, I thought she was gone in the first like 10 minutes, but she's not. Oh, really? She's in like a quarter, maybe half of it. And then it happens? And then it happens. And then fast forward, he's an adult. Uh-huh. Like he's not that young. So for you that get long. that. Con- so you get that connection. Yeah. And you then the they connection. rip it out. Yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's all about. Yeah. It's a it's That's it was OK. Sad. I mean, it's not, you know, amazing, but it was decent. And then we got or my daughter got her Halloween costume. We had to order different kind of materials to get this costume together because she's going as a zombies character. Which one? She's going as Eliza. OK. Which is the girl zombie. Oh, uh, so we got a whole yeah. bunch of stuff for her. And yeah, we're going to yeah. get her hair to be green for the day for uh halloween cool that's awesome anything mm-hmm. else that is it and you know you're talking about watching hocus pocus we're mm-hmm. actually i think we're gonna do hocus pocus next week oh yeah yeah so we're gonna do the history on hocus pocus that will be a lot of fun i actually forgot that i too watched hocus pocus this week <laughs> oh, oh really wow. that's a good definitely a great movie who'd you watch it with uh, my son and I watched it. Uh, we were we kind of have a tradition. There's two um, Halloween movies that are a tradition to watch every year with our family. And one is Hocus Pocus because that's straight into my childhood. Well, I was like a young teenager, um, enough to have a crush on one of the kids that one of the uh-huh. boys that was in the it. bullies. No, no, there's a boy. There's like one of the no. main boys. No, no, the main just, the main character, and I will the, remember his the name the one now. the ghost. No, not the ghost. Oh, the main character. I know the, the ghost is the main character. Okay, he's a cat the whole movie. But so we watched Hollywood. that, and then we watched Nightmare Before Christmas. Those are our two. Oh, I love Nightmare. But Before you didn't Christmas. watch that one yet, though. No, not yet. Okay. So what I did this week was I watched Zombies Two. Oh right, yeah, I, which is really it was good. You liked it? it? Was, yeah, like it was just as good as the first one. Yeah, you know, they're good movies. And you yeah. said Zombies Three is coming out, so I'm kind of looking forward to that. They're you know they're working production. on it. Yeah, <laughs> he got you hooked. Yeah, it's good, man. It's, they're fun movies, you know. So do you think Addison is a alien? Of course. Okay. Yeah, I said it out oh there. Christine's like, you're Listen crazy. Listen to you gossip. Well, no, because at the end it's like a cliffhanger. Yeah. Okay, so played uh, some Sorcerer's Arena. Also, we did a Among Us night oh, with yeah. uh, some Patreon members, and that was that. a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, it was so that much fun. That was so much fun. Wasn't it fun? My yeah. son said it was his favorite that his favorite time playing it ever. Really? That's good. <laughs> so we're going to be doing that again soon with our Patreon members, oh, probably hopefully this that. weekend. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. 
uh, you know, we were playing with Dane and Chris and uh, Emily, and uh, it was gr- it was great. Jen um, and her son, and it was it was it was a good time. And then also, don't forget our we're doing trivia on October twentieth for our Patreon members and for the Sources Radio uh, people. Uh, we're going to be giving out prizes for the top three people. I'm be giving out a wax melt. Uh, Starbucks gift card and a uh, tart warmer so we can go ahead and someone will win it to actually kind of melt those you know wax melts oh okay I was like yep tart warmer yeah isn't that what it's called Jen tart warmer it is it's yeah. um or a wax melt warmer most of the time they're called tart warmers. yep so uh you know so so we, if you don't have a tart warmer and you want to go ahead and get some of those cool Disney smells in your house we'll be giving away a tart warmer for the winner so if you want to go ahead and join that trivia just uh, join our patreon over at patreon.com and uh, search for this his 65 so that's the his on a small world i'm joe i'm alex i'm jen thanks for listening and have a magical week Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHiz65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHiz. DizHiz65.